Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another video. Today we're going to be talking about entry-level salaries in clinical research. A lot of people have it misconstrued when they go to college that they think they're going to be making so much money when they get out of college. 50k, 60k, 70k, and on upwards. And the fact is, the vast majority will not be making that much money straight out of college. Not even within a few years of having experience you'll be, will you be making that much money. So in order to make that much money, it takes hard work, dedication, networking, hustle, everything we talk about on this channel. But when you first come out of college, your salary can be, you know, can have a different range, even than what we're going to go through today, looking at some of the entry level positions in clinical research and their salaries. Um, and that could be because maybe they're going to start you out as a contractor, which you may be making a little bit more. You may be making less depending on how it's structured. A lot of companies like to bring you in as a contractor for six months to a year to see how you work, to see if they have enough work to support you. Then they'll bring you on full time with added benefits. Um, sometimes that means they pay you more or sometimes that means they pay you way less. So it's more like an internship type of thing. Sometimes the contractors get paid way more because then they have to go out of their own pocket for the added benefits. The company doesn't pay it. They just pay you cash, which is a good opportunity for some people. But some people like to have the full benefits um, associated with working there. 401k, matching, um, health care, dental care, et cetera, et cetera, um, PTO, all those different things. So. We're going to go into some of the common entry level positions that people know about in clinical research and talk about some of those salaries. So if you're in clinical research, great video for you. If you're interested in learning more about clinical research or if you're just curious what another industry's entry level salaries are like, this is going to be a great video for you. So the first position I have up here is a clinical trial assistant or a CTA. And this per this job they have at a bunch of CROs around the country and you see here the average base pay of 41,892 per year and this video is recorded in 2018 just to give you a frame of reference just in case you're watching this video in 2019 or 2020 or something um, so hopefully that salary goes up a little year by year and I've seen this salary has definitely come up even since I've been in clinical research starting in 2016 so 41,892, that's a pretty good salary starting out. Um, obviously you'd like a little bit more than that, but that's a pretty good salary. I know CTAs that work, that get paid less than that, um, less than 40,000, so 39,000 or so. It just depends on how you get your entry. And obviously this, this does not um, focus on where you are in the United States per se. So this salary could do a lot if you're in like Alabama or something where there's low cost of living or, you know, if you're in New York City, this is not going to really pay that much for you. This is not really going to do much for you. So let's see what else we got here. We've got IQVIA. They're common. They commonly have clinical trial assistants and they say 42,352 a year. So that's a little bit up from the average, which is good. Now I know IQVIA likes to bring in people initially as contractors and then hire them on full time. They typically do six month to a year long contracts. So 
who knows exactly what this number this this is just a number to kind of get your mind thinking uh, but typically those typically those contracts can be paid a little bit more hourly I think this might be about $21 $20 a year I don't have the numbers off the top but uh, pretty good salary Icon also has a CTA position and they're pretty comparable, $42,000 an hour, I mean $41,000 a year. And then this, they're saying CTA can pay $23 an hour, $23 an hour, that could be the contract rate. So here, got another CTA position. This is also in clinical research at the Duke University Health System and they're getting paid $15 an hour. And that's um right out of college and you know a lot of people do that that's really low university systems tend to pay low for clinical research so no surprise there um but i mean that's not really that's barely getting by at 15 dollars an hour you'd like to see more from them there but a lot of times this is how people get into the industry i mean i first got my start in the industry on a contract as well making about 15 dollars an hour so you know you get in there and get your experience network and then you can turn that into something else later on down the road so this is another good place that people get their start um and here you got aerotech which is a recruiting company so they would do they would they say 23 dollars an hour i know they work with iqvia sometimes too um so that's why you may see 23 and 23 there um so basically what they do is they go out and get the candidates for, let's say, IQVIA, and they they pay the candidates. IQVIA pays them, let's say, like $50 an hour or something, and then they take the rest on top of that. So that's how they are in business. They find the candidates. Um, let's see what else we can find. So those are the big CROs that have CTAs. Um, other people may call it something else. So we'll see another one here, project coordinator. Let's see what we can find. Hit the search button. So here's 50,000. Now I looking at this earlier, not all these are CROs. So we're gonna see if we can go and find a CRO that is a project coordinator. So we got MedPace, they're at 44,000. And once again, we don't know exactly where this is located, so we got to take that number with a grain of salt. Um, so we're just looking at the number. Let's see. And a lot of there's a lot of other things, a lot of other companies that have that title as well. So, so we may not find another one. So we'll move on there. Let's see, project specialist. And these are all usually. These are entry level, so you have the average pace here for fifty-three thousand uh, dollars. Let's see, INC Research forty-seven thousand. That's pretty good for an entry level employee. But I know specifically at Cineos INC Research, it can be hard to get that without any experience. So if you're in college right now, you want to make sure that you have internship experience in clinical research. That could be bench or preferably you intern with INC, now Cineos, um, and get your get some hands-on clinical research experience. That's a good way to get your foot in the door. And they do hire a lot of interns from them. I know, um, yeah, they definitely hire a lot of interns. And, and I know there's some colleges now that are offering 
collaboration with CROs to give them interns. So you should definitely look out for that if your company, if your college or university uh, works with or has a relationship with any CROs or pharma companies to get your foot in the door. So, yeah, this is very hard to get into CINEOS without having prior experience, whether it's a contract or an internship. But good, good salary for the entry level entry point into project management there. Um, so $53,000 for Parkcell. This is good salary. We saw, we saw when we did the Parkcell, um, review on the glass door, we saw for an in-house, well, their, their CMA position, which is an in-house CRA was getting paid 55 K over $50,000. And I know people that went and worked for them right out of college, getting paid over $50,000. So great start. Their salaries seem to be on the high side. I guess it depends. So you can go watch our review on Park Excel for more if you would like more information there. So, yeah, so those are good entry points, good good salaries, good starting salaries. And that's why a lot of people want to get into clinical research because you get a pretty good starting salary with a pretty good upside. Now we'll go to in-house CRA as well. I think over time, this is going to be less and less an entry-level role. Some some companies treat it entry-level, some don't. And I think more and more with the new changes to ICH, GCP, R2, I mean, this is you're really monitoring now. You're not doing a lot of admin. You're really getting in there, looking at the data, navigating between the different systems, RAVE, CTMS, um, IWRS. Uh, whatever whatever it is, you having to use all these systems at your disposal and integrate them, analyze the data, call sites. So you're really getting in there doing monitoring. So I think we're going to see this pay go up. And this is already high, but I think it's going to be very hard to get in as an in-house CRA very soon without any experience. Before they were doing it, now sponsors are taking more and more control over who they have on the study. They want experienced people. They do not want inexperienced people. And especially the in-house CRA role seems to be expanding and becoming more and more vital to clinical research. So we should see some interesting things there. But no one's getting paid this entry-level in-house CRA. Um, this is more like it, 46,000 in-house CRA. So I don't know if PRA treats it like an entry-level role. I know some companies do not treat it like an entry-level role where others treat it as a role where CRAs, experienced CRAs who want to come off the road, they can go be an in-house CRA, work remotely or in the office, but they do not have to travel as much. And then that's that's how a lot of companies treat it, but no CRA coming off the road is making this. So likely at PRA, well, you got this one from 50K to 100K. So that could be one where CRAs are coming off the road making 100K um, as an in-house CRA. Um, but you also got a range, nice range here, 42 to 40K, 48K at PPD, 46K. So these are going to be the more inexperienced on the low end. You got 50K as well. Uh, let's see, Par Excel, 63K to 68K. Now we know they pay on the high end. Um, so this has got to be, you know, in house CRA level two or level three. And I know Theorem is a clinical research place too. So 58K to 62K. So you can do fairly well as an in-house CRA once you get some experience under your belt. Um, and obviously, obviously it's a great route to go if you want to be a CRA. 
because you're getting all that experience. So 45k to 48k. Now, once I said, once again, I said this video is recorded in 2018, so a lot of things may have changed if you're watching this in 2019. Hopefully, we'll do an update. Or by 2020, a lot of these things might have changed as well. Um, but you know, just as early as 2016, 2017, in-house CRA was entry level for a lot of places. So, but we'll see what happens in the future at the end of 2018 through 2020, if they treat it as such. Um, so those are some of the common entry points. You've got clinical trial assistant or CTA. You've got project coordinator, project specialist, and you've got sometimes in-house CRA is a great entry point. Um, so clinical CRA, no longer really an entry point for people to get into the clinical research field. Um, sponsors have really much clamped down on it. They want people with two years experience to be trained as CRAs. They want experienced people to be trained to be CRAs. So, I mean, they used to give people entry level roles as CRAs. It's getting less and less the case, but we'll see. I think it's gonna be even way less. I think they're gonna really want experienced people in the future. But MedPace, one of the few companies that gives people CRA positions right out of college. They have a training program, 53,000 a year. If you want to hear more about that, you can go watch our Glassdoor review on MedPace. Um, but yes, Cineos has a program for internal candidates as well. And they pay about 70K or so. Um, when See, a lot of times they call it entry level CRA, but that just means you're a CRA one. That does not mean you're entry level to the clinical research field. You, you are experienced, but you're entry level to the CRA role. So that's a clear distinction you wanna make sure you know. Um, there are not many entry-level CRA positions anymore. Unless something happens in the industry where there's a even higher demand for CRAs, when there's already a high demand, but there's even higher demand where it's just ridiculous, then maybe we'll start to see that open back up again. But right now, nearly impossible to be a CRA, a traveling monitor, not not a study coordinator, but a traveling monitor. Oh yeah, that reminds me. Let's go check out study coordinator as well. Another great entry point. Um, it's often said that these people are worth their weight in gold. And I know working with, working with study coordinators because they do a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work, and they make the job a lot easier for CRAs and remote monitors. So Hats off to study coordinators. A lot of people get their entry in the field this way. This is where you're closest to the research as well. So Covance, 48K, that's pretty high. Um, I don't know how many they have or what that's really about. But University of Utah, about 39K. I'd say that's about right, about 40K entry level or less. Um, and then you can go up from there as you get more experienced. So 51K, $28 an hour. Um, 53k, you know, 25 to 32 hour Einstein. That's in New York, so the salary is going to be higher. But usually, all your academic institutions, all your um, sites are going to have study coordinators, so you're going to be right under that 40k range. Um, you know, Kentucky, 25. I don't know what the cost of living is there. 
but Duke University, 38 to 41K. So commensurate on experience, and, you know, that's basically that, guys. So a lot of good opportunities in clinical research, like we said before. You're going to be entry level about 40 to 45K. I don't know, I'd say about 38 to 45K, depending on where you're located in the country. Great opportunity to level up from there. So that's why a lot of people I'm sure are interested in clinical research and this channel in general. I uh, just wanted to give some insight as to why people and what people should expect from their entry level role salary wise. And I think a lot of people are misguided. They think they're gonna go to college and they're gonna be coming out making a lot of money or they're gonna go to grad school and come into clinical research and they're gonna boost your salary a bunch, but that's not always the way it works particularly because just because you have a degree does not mean you can do the job, especially if it's not even related to clinical research. And this, this field has been kind of degree agnostic for a while, unless you're like a medical monitor or something like that. You know, people with just bachelors can do really well and, you know, rise up the ranks. And, you know, just because you have a degree does not mean you have the hands-on knowledge in order to do the job. And that's extremely important. And you see the sponsors, they don't care if you have a, you know, an MD, they don't care if you have a whatever degree, they want two years of clinical research experience or years of ex experience before they're going to give you the job. So make sure you guys focus on that experience, get that internship experience if you're still in school or if you're out of school, so you can get a contract position, work for less until you get that experience and then use that to go and get the job that you really want so that's it for today's video guys wanted to just shed some light on entry-level salaries and what you can expect hope that was helpful and comment down below how much you made in your entry-level role or if you think it's it was, some of these numbers are too high or too low comment that down below as always email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com want your resume reviewed um, you want to advertise, inquire with us, network with us, whatever you want to do, email us there. Like, share, subscribe this video as always. And don't forget to hit that comment button down below. All right, guys, take care.